I want this brand to be to HVAC what Monster Energy is to action sports. So let that sink in for a minute. I mean, that's, that's pretty big, right? It's pretty lofty, pretty bold goal. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. Today, we're joined by Ben Poole from HVAC Tactical, and we are going to talk about his brand and how he is creating waves in the HVAC industry. Well, um, HVAC Tactical started as just a thought. Um, you know, I had, uh, I think it was like January of 2018. Um, obviously, that's our slow season. You know, I'm an HVAC contractor. So, you know, you, January is typically kind of a slow month. So sitting around just kind of doing stuff and thinking, you know, it'd be really cool is if we just had some like really cool shirts and hats that were like dedicated to the trade. And I called a buddy of mine and I was like, Hey man, I got an idea. He said, what's that? I said, an apparel brand for HVAC. And he, the response wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, you know, but he, he kind of knew where I was coming from, but he was kind of skeptical at the same time. You can't blame him. Right. Something that's really never been done. Yeah. And so, um, we just kind of mapped it out and said, Hey, if I was going to do this, this is what it would kind of look like and kind of what the underlying theme of everything would be. And, uh, we just kind of held on to it. And about 10 months later, um, I, I got onto Instagram and started seeing this community because if you've ever been on HVAC, if you've ever been in the HVAC community on Facebook versus Instagram, two completely different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Facebook is like, go screw yourself. Your mother should have never birthed you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Instagram is more like, Hey man, how can I help you? Yeah, man, that, that thing is a booger. Wait, I ran into that a year ago and this is how you fix it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like such a loving and just a, a, a family feel on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, so I got into Instagram and I just, man, scared, you know, just threw it out there. And I thought, man, people are going to freaking laugh at me or whatever. It just, took off man and um that's just how it started you know yeah and the more people started liking it the more we just kind of kept bringing one product after another and it just kind of escalated into what it is now and you know i have big big plans for the brand um but you know it it just takes time to grow organically we have never bought any followers we don't do paid advertisements um it's been been a pretty cool little run that's cool. So it sounds like it started kind of this as an apparel company, but now it's turning into more of a community, right? Is that what it, it's like? Yeah. Now? Well, it, it started as a, it started as a apparel brand. Uh, but the, the kind of the concept behind the brand was that, you know, brands just aren't clothes, right? So yeah. like brands are a lifestyle, right? Brands are a living, breathing thing. And so when you look at like, you know, I don't know, look at like Oakley, you know what I mean? Or 511 or um, Under Armour. Like what do those brands represent? You know, they're not just a clothing brand. They represent a bigger picture of something. Yeah. And so for me, I needed, number one, I needed a name that was going to be catchy, something that was going to represent the trade, but also represent what the brand stood for. Uh, and that's why we named it HVAC Tactical. And it's because being tactical is not just a military thing. It's a mindset in, in whatever it is you do, you know, thinking tactically from, from the starting point to the ending point, how are we going to get there? 
what's it going to take to maneuver through this gauntlet? And, um, and that's kind of what I wanted to represent with the brand. And so the brand is truly a mindset. Um, it's a way of thinking the, the clothes are just kind of the outward of like, Hey, this is who I am. I am HVAC tactical. That's really cool. So, so what are some of the big plans that you got for the brand that you were just talking about? Well, I can't give you all the secrets, but yeah. <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we just launched our very first HVAC tactical award, um, which we're way behind schedule. Uh, we ran into some issues with manufacturing the actual awards. Um, but we just, we finally got them done and we have winners from 2020 and, uh, you know, some mentors of mine are like, just skip 2020, just keep on trucking, go to 2021. And I was like, man, I'm a man of my word. I told my audience we were going to do awards in 2020 and we just weren't able to pull it off. And, and I want to be, I want to be honorable to that. So, um, you know, we will award here in the next week or this week, we will uh, give out those awards for the winners of 2020. Um, and basically what these awards are is a, you know, in our industry, you don't ever get, um, you don't ever get awarded anything unless you just sell stuff, you know, like, Hey, congratulations. You you're top salesman for Lennox or for carrier or for whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, what about the guys who don't sell a lot of stuff, but they trade that off for taking their time and just being, having, you know, an impeccable craftsmanship of what they do. Right. They've truly are masters of their craft yeah how come those guys don't get awarded you know and part of that stems from me being a a dealer for a major manufacturer right i run an air conditioning company and just we take our time to do high-end really good solid work but yet when it comes to these conferences for these manufacturers we don't ever get any awards because we just don't sell boxes and boxes and boxes for the sake of selling boxes yeah and i thought man you know if I feel this way, like my work and craftsmanship doesn't get recognized, how many other people feel this way? Yeah. And so part of our mission through HVC Tactical is let's honor these people who have taken the time to master their craft and be be great at what they do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that that's always learning, constantly training, helping those around you, you know, giving kind of reaching over and pulling people up you know, just being better all the way around being good to the community around you. So, yeah. so that's what we're doing. We're, uh, we're trying to recognize those people. So, so outside of, you know, some of those qualifications that you just mentioned, are there like, uh, like quantifiable, uh, prerequisites for doing this? Like you have to submit a certain amount of jobs and like prove that it was a quality job or is it based on like community engagement and involvement? Mostly community engagement, um, obviously, as this whole thing unfolds, right? This is our first thing yeah. that we've done. And this is, to my knowledge, this has never been done. So yeah. like anything that we've been kind of paving the way and pioneering the way for this, um, you know, I've seen over the last 12 to 18 months, I've seen a couple other brands try to come out and how successful they'll be. I don't know. You know, just it's not the brand that's successful. It's the people, uh, pushing the brand and the people who, who support the brand. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all social, social media driven at the end of the day. And, you know, somebody who may say, Hey, look, man, you know, next year, Hey, this guy over here, he totally needs uh, this award. And what we've done is we've formed a very small committee, um, people here in the States and a couple people up in Canada, uh, as a kind of a, Hey, give me some nominations. And these are some pretty heavy hitters on social media, like 30,000 plus followers. Okay, cool. And so as they, 
is they say, hey, look, these guys deserve an, uh, an award for this category because of this. Then we take all that into consideration and we decide who it is. So it's not just, you know, me going, oh, hey, look, here's my buddy who needs an award. Yeah. Right. It's a hey, these all these other guys are chiming in and saying that we should really give this person an award because they're truly making waves in the industry. And and they're they're really, truly trying to be better and trying to educate those people around them. You yeah. know, they're just they're bringing a positive influence to the trade. And ultimately, that's really what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of those categories uh, that you just mentioned? Um, <clears throat> well, one is we're going to do a lady of the trade. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, women in the trades are becoming a very big deal. Um, mm -hmm. There's not a lot of them. Uh, and so when you have a couple of them that really stand out, um, it's really something to be said for that. Yeah. Um, so we're doing a lady of the trade. We're doing uh, best installation. You know, basically, I'm a very aesthetically driven kind of guy when it comes to HVAC stuff. So I need it to to not only be done right, the job, you know, mechanically, but I also want it to look really good. Um, and so we take uh, aesthetically pleasing uh, systems or, or installations into account, um, kind of like a lifetime achievement award slash kind of teacher of the trade, um, which if you follow social media at all, uh, you probably already know who's going to win that award for 2020. Um, so there, there's those types of categories where we're kind of looking to see, again, who's making these impacts on the trade who, yeah, they may be recognized at some level, but they've never really gotten an award to say, hey, man, kudos to you, hats off to you, like, you've just done it, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and overall, you're making the trade a better place to be for anybody who wants to be in the trades, because trades today are not what they used to be, and um, it's, it's kind of cool again to be blue collar. It's cool again to be yeah. in the trades, you know? Yeah where we've kind of been looked down on for like the last 20, 30 years. Like, Oh, you guys are HVAC guys. Or, oh, you guys are plumbers, you know? <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Trying to make a difference. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. Um, and when you have a committee that has to, you know, that has a lot of, I guess, clout or, you know, um, not, I guess more influence in the industry and they're the ones, you know, selecting it, that gives that, awards some merit and it isn't just one of those pay to play type of awards that you see a lot of people you know gloating about on the internet oh we won best of you know austin texas or whatever because they paid the tv yeah, station i get those emails all the time and yeah. i've never dude i'm like you keep your freaking award dude yeah it's just a pay to play and, and you see them when people post it on their website and their social media and it's like oh, that's cool but like you probably gave them money or something that doesn't actually speak to the quality of your business or your work Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so you, you mentioned that you're also an HVAC contractor. You have your own company, correct? Mm -hmm. So do you still, yeah. are you still hands-on in the field with that or are you a little bit more hands-off now? Yes. Yes. And no. Um, so I've spent the last probably four years doing five years, probably doing mostly sales. Mm -hmm. Um, and just last year I was able to finally step away and, uh, you know, I have a, so I, I teach, uh, sales for a major manufacturer and I was teaching sales for, uh, the state of Texas for continuing education to keep their license. Um, uh, just within the last few months, I've kind of taken a big step back from that because I'm, I'm trying to focus on some other stuff and just trying to kind of clear my plate because I must have yeah. spread pretty thin as it is. But, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that you have to have a great sales team. 
-hmm. And I, I'm not by any means like a fan of sales. Um, just not that way by nature. I've had to force myself and teach myself to accept sales because nothing really happens in your business until something gets sold. Yeah. And so, um, on the sales side of things, it was, it was easy for me because coming from the field as a technician, as an installer, as a business owner, I can look at things and go, Hey, I know what you want, but that's not going to work because your application just doesn't fit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so having that kind of background technical knowledge, I can go, well, it can be done, but it kind of has to be done like this. And then you, you kind of lay it out accordingly with sales guys, with most sales guys, they're come from a background of sales. Like, Hey, I used to sell cars or, you know, I used to sell insurance or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just think there's something to be said in our industry for having a technical background when you go into the sales role. Um, I had a sales guy one time that I said, well, did you even did you even measure that? And he's like, no. And I was like, do you even have a tape measure? And he's like he pulls out his pen and he says, this is the only tool I need. And I thought, yeah, this is not going to work oh, out, wow. you know. <laughs> and so that kind of mentality, man, I just ugh, it just yeah. irks me. Right. And and. There's guys out there who are super successful and they pull that off. But I just think that there's something to be said for having that technical background. So for me, I like to have, uh, you know, a guy who can truly kind of be like me, somebody who has that technical background, but also can be a phenomenal sales guy. And I finally found him. Um, and it just took a lot of sifting through, you know, the rough, you know, diamond yeah. in the rough to, to get him. And so now that he's here, I'm praying that he doesn't go anywhere. I'm trying to do everything <laughs> I can to make sure he's happy. Yeah. But um, so far, so good. So it's been a it's been a good run. And now I'm really just focusing on really building up the business. And, um, you know, and I got some other businesses, too. So I'm trying to focus on that stuff, too. So, yeah. And, and it's important to sell based on needs and value rather than just trying to push systems into people's homes because that's how you get a bad reputation and you'll start getting bad you know, Google reviews for, you know, these people sold me an $8,000 system that I didn't need. I really just, you know, needed my ducks clean or something. Uh, and that's happened to me in the past where I've, I've reached out to a pest control company and I was like, Hey, I think I have some mice in my home. Well, they send out a salesman who's disguised as a pest control technician yep. and I, he's just fiddling around or whatever. And he's like, all right, we're going to schedule a, a technician to come out. And I was like, what, what were you doing this whole time? <laughs> and he was just looking for things to sell uh, all this yep. other stuff like wasp control and termite control. And I'm like, I, I don't have a wasp problem. Um, you know, and for some people that probably works just fine. And for the owner of that company, if he's okay operating that way, that kind of tells you what you need to know about the owner of that company. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, man, I'm a huge believer in just being transparent and just saying, Hey, this is what it is. This is what I would do if it were my home. You give them the options, you build the value in all those options. And ultimately it's the homeowner's decision to decide. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to do is sell somebody a $15,000 air conditioner. And then two days later, they're regretting that they bought a $15,000 air conditioner, yeah. you know? If anything, I want the regret of, man, I should have bought the $20,000 model, you know? Yeah. So, and then that, well, that leaves the door open for you in the future. You know, if you are honest with 100%. them and build that, that relationship with them. Uh, so, so what are some of the challenges? Plus I'm going to get the referral. Oh yeah, absolutely. That word of mouth referral is way more valuable than 
any other type of marketing from what we can tell. Um, so as far as, um, you know, running several businesses, like you said, on top of building this new brand, what are some of the challenges that have come along the way? Well, for us, I think as on our HVAC side, our biggest challenge has been, um, on the marketing side. And the reason is, is that I just kind of don't believe in traditional marketing. Um, I think it's, if you have enough money, you know, you pay to play type of game, you know, where these guys are just sinking massive amounts of money in TV or massive amounts of money in radio. Um, it's just like these little one or two spots that that doesn't work, right? It's, you gotta be on top of it and you gotta be drilling it. We built our company on uh, word of mouth, referral uh, network referral based marketing you know where we go and we get in these uh, networking groups and we meet all these people and you know the key to sales is a lot of people don't realize is you got to be a people person right mm -hmm. it's all relationship driven and the old school saying it's not what you know it's who you know couldn't be more true i mean you go and you develop these these relationships with people in these networking groups and they just like you and people want to do business with people they like right mm -hmm. and so you kind of turn these people into little salespeople for you. And they're just in their everyday life. And somebody says, Oh, my air conditioner took a crap this afternoon. They're like, wait a minute. I know the perfect guy for you. Yeah. You know, we built our business on that. And, um, and now we're, we're trying to jump that next hurdle where we realize now that that's great. And we'll never stop doing that, but it's not enough. We got to take the, we got to take that next step. And now we really got to start marketing. So that's the plan for 2021 is really step into that marketing game. Um, and we're spending a lot of money on our website right now and, uh, and some SEO type stuff because before we never paid for SEO. So right. I haven't paid a dime in SEO in seven years. Oh, wow. So if people go, dude, you're crazy. 20 being in 2020, 2019, you never spent money on SEO. I never had to, you know, yeah. we had enough work. We stay profitable. But now we're we're trying to get there. I'm trying to get to that next level. And and un unfortunately, this is what it takes. Yeah, absolutely. And so what are some of the challenges you faced with your other ventures on top of running an HVAC business? I think the biggest challenge for me is time. You know, yeah. I'm just I'm spread so thin. Uh, but that's kind of been the MO of my life for the, <laughs> for the last 20 yeah. years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's just time. It's, you know, focusing on this, but then I can only do this for a few hours and then I got to go do this. And then I can only do that for a few hours. So my schedule is very um, dialed in. So, you know, I don't know what time you get up in the morning, but I'm, I'm up at 4 a.m. every day. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, I use the first about two hours of the day, uh, some mental, some physical mm -hmm. uh, exercises and just try to stay focused and, um, I got some aircraft certification stuff I'm working on right now. And that kind of takes up about 30 to uh, 30 minutes to an hour in my morning. And then I'm in the office and I'm grinding it out. Uh, yeah. You know, I used to stay up till two o'clock in the morning and I just can't do that anymore if I'm trying to get up at 4 a.m. So, yeah, you know, I think I think I, I've gotten to where I am in my life. And this is just things that I've learned about myself. Right. Uh, I've gotten to where I am in my life and in in some respects it's pretty successful i guess i guess some people would look at it that way for me it's not not anywhere near where i want to be but i feel like i'm only operating at like 50 percent of my overall capacity and yeah. that's because i have i have to develop better habits and so i've had to learn how to do that um 
and and stay focused on the task at hand because you know i can be distracted very easily you know yeah. the whole squirrel type thing <laughs> yeah so so when do you find time during the day to work on hvac tactical that's what i do in the morning oh, when okay. i step into the in office the mm -hmm. okay first thing yep first thing i dedicate only a couple hours to it and then i'm off to the next thing yeah so, so is there a lot of like drop shipping in place or do you have a local uh, nope okay it's all done in-house man wow so because i noticed you guys do the patch the patches right which are obviously probably custom made or or you know outsource to someone or do you all do that all in-house too is that the uh the, you talking about the like the american flag patches yeah like the patch on your hat right now and uh i noticed oh, you the have, leather patch yeah the leather patches yeah, so these hats are farmed out um, to a company in California, and they send me the hats with the patches already on them, and, okay. and they come in a box. I just bag them, put them in. We put them in the box, and they're gone. Yeah. Um, when we first started, I literally went to Amazon, and this is what people see. This is what people don't know, and this is the crazy part about starting a brand, right? Is that I literally bought a roll of leather off of Amazon. Wow hand cut it to this this dimension of what we wanted took the leather pieces which was you know a whole stack of little you know inch and a half by four inches or whatever it was took him to a laser engraver in a, in a town across from me had him laser engrave every single one of those then i went and bought little leather tools and i punched the little holes in it i stained and you know all the leather yeah. so it would be a dark color because it doesn't come dark and I literally glued them and hand stitched them onto wow. each hat. Wow. And and people were like, dude, these hats are amazing. And I'm like, they better be the freaking custom built. You know? <laughs> yeah. Handmade. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just proved to be way too much work once those orders started coming in. You know, it was kind of like as it started to kind of kick off, it was great. Um, but it just it just got too overwhelming too fast and so we we tried getting some overseas um and they were really custom not even close to the same quality yeah. those were like what we call our gen 2 hats and honestly i'm kind of embarrassed that i ever brought those out but um and then gen 3 and gen 4 these are what you're looking at now gen 3 gen 4 uh and they're back to the quality that that the brand really deserves yeah well, you, you got to try different things out. So, you know, even if there was a, the Gen 2, which the quality went down, you just, you got to test it out because you'd never know, you know, until you try it. Yeah. So you try it. Yeah. And that's pretty yeah. much how it is with everything. You know, like the, there's certain products that we have that I'm like, these are just tried and true, man. And people love them. So we just keep yeah. on rolling them. Right. But then there's always like, well, I want to bring something else out. What else is there? You know? And um, I think my overall my overall vision of what this brand can bring is this brand. I want this brand to be to HVAC what monster energy is to action sports. Yeah. So let that sink in for a minute. I mean, that's, that's pretty big, right? It's a pretty lofty, yeah. pretty bold goal, but again, this has never been done. Right. Yeah. Um, never has a clothing brand ever said, Hey, I'm dedicated to the HVAC business. And here we go. Um, and now we, we're actually got stuff in the Ferguson, you know, the, the, yeah. uh, or the vendor Ferguson, mm -hmm. the store, uh, we have stuff here in Austin, uh, in their store, oh, wow. uh, which again has never been done, never as a clothing brand been in a vendor house. So, you know, we're kind of breaking the mold and showing people what can be done. Um, but it's like, 
it's almost like I'm handicapping myself because, you know, as you keep progressing, you, it's, you can't really take steps back. you got to keep moving forward. And yeah. so it's kind of like I keep raising the bar for myself, which is sometimes just gets out of control, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so are there plans for you to uh, expand into other Ferguson's or is that just a local thing only? No, the the plan for sure would be to get a national contract and get yeah. Ferguson to carry them in every store. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked, um, it's just, they have to see the numbers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the demand, the demand just isn't there yet. And so I'm here in Austin, right? I'm a relationship kind of guy. So I have these relationships with all these people in these vendor houses here, which is how I got that done. I'm not, I don't know the people at corporate. I don't know the people in all these other cities. So, um, and if you really look at our social media page, I mean, Instagram is we're really hot and heavy and we're only, we're close to like 10,000 followers right now, which don't get me wrong is nothing to, to shy away from. It's a good number. But if you really say, Hey, 10,000 people versus how many technicians are actually in this business, doesn't even compare right yeah. there's so much room for growth mm -hmm. and um i kind of fully expect probably within the next year or two somebody will come through and offer to buy us yeah um and that's not the plan i don't plan on selling that but you know i guess if the number's good enough you know you any you know you have to consider yeah. all offers at that point yeah absolutely so. that's really cool so what are some things uh other than the awards uh, coming up for HVAC tactical that people might be interested in looking forward to any big like sales or specials. Right. Yep. Right now we have to the end of the month, we have 15% off the entire store, um, which just kind of helps people, you know, mm -hmm. kind of give them that nudge, you know, get in the store and buy something. Um, back in, I want to say it was like November, we did a uh, brunt boot giveaway. I don't know if you've ever heard yeah. of brunt boots or not, but yeah. they're a, a new boot company great guys, great products. Um, and what we did is, uh, we, we went ahead and, uh, did a drawing for, you know, every $5 you spend in the store, you get an entry to get into a drawing for a brand new pair of boots. Um, and so we gave away a pair of boots and, um, you know, things like that. So I think my next big giveaway goal like that, or, or ticket entries, I guess would be is, um, I would really like to give away a fully loaded service van. That'd be cool. Like brand new van, brand new tools, decked out Milwaukee, Navac, you know, all these guys, um, just turnkey ready to go, man. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure how we're going to pull that off yet, but you know, yeah, that was something that we were I, we, looking into cool. as well, uh, with our company, we were looking into doing not, not a full, you know, fully kitted van, but, um, giving away uh, like a complete fleet rewrap job as like a giveaway. Mm. Um, That'd be cool. It would, yeah, it would be cool. But then we ran into like, okay, what happens if someone has 30 vans, you know, and those rewraps are $1,500 a van, like suddenly right. this becomes a pretty expensive marketing <laughs> campaign. So we, we kind of rethought that, but that is a really good idea because I know even for, you know, those guys out there that are just the chuck in the truck or whatever, just, you know, one or two guys, that would be super valuable to them. Yeah, for sure. You know, especially, you know, what makes these things so awesome is when somebody wins that truly like needs it or truly mm -hmm. deserves it. You know what I mean? As opposed to, you know, oh, this guy's running service out of his $80,000 Denali pickup. And now we're going to give him a brand new service van. Like that yeah. guy doesn't need a brand new service van. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. That's awesome. 
Cool. Well, what are some ways that anyone listening can get a hold of you or learn more about your multitude of brands? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, well, you can check out uh, HVACTactical.com. That's the, the website in the store. Uh, you can find the information on the tactical awards there. Um, you can uh, check it has links to all of our social media there. You can, we have a couple things out on YouTube. We don't have very many followers on YouTube, but um, you can find our podcast, HVAC tactical podcast. Um, but uh, you know, other brands, if you're not aware of to look for uh, is solder weld. I don't know if you've ever heard of solder weld or not, but uh, my guy Lance over at solder weld, great guy, great company. Um, just, you know, salt of the earth type people. Um, Mike Mayberry, HVAC reefer guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Yeah. He's kind of been dubbed the grandfather of uh, social media for oh. HVAC. Um, great guy. Um, you know, uh, for technicians out there who, who want to learn more, uh, they're kind of still learning in the trade. Brian Orr over at HVAC school. That guy, man, he is just a wealth of knowledge and he pushes all his content out to YouTube for free. Oh, wow. So um, there's just so many great guys that you can connect with in yeah. the trade. And um, and it's it's not just the trade that's awesome. It's the people behind the trade that's awesome. Yeah. So that's awesome. And that's why we do it. It's what yeah. we do. Well, I know the next three people that I'm reaching out to <laughs> to be on my podcast. <laughs> Are you tired of missing out on business opportunities to your competitors because of your poor, outdated website and bad marketing? Contact Rival Digital today. We exclusively focus on residential HVAC marketing. That's all we do. We speak your language and we know how to get your phone ringing and how to keep your technicians busy. 